When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Last segment before the top of the hour, I was asking the question basically out loud, what was the worst job you ever had? Because I'm a firm believer that some of those experiences from that worst job you ever had probably shaped you in a good way. It either pushed you into the career that you felt you should have been in all along, or it forced you to reassess your life at the minimum. Maybe it did both. And I think there's always some great wisdom to be found in the worst job that someone ever had, because you would probably learn a lot about a person just from the worst job that they had. And I think that was proof positive when I was asking Brian Bruman, and I don't know Brian like that. And it came out of nowhere where he's a news anchor right now, but prior to this, he had 450 years as an auto mechanic. I had no idea that he was that old, number one, and number two, that he had spent most of his life working as an auto mechanic for BMWs, of course, very highfalutin BMWs. Yes, be very impressed. It wasn't like he was, you know, a pet boys or something like that. No, it was BMWs. He was a certified auto mechanic for BMW. Hey, there are levels, man. There are levels. <laughs> but I will ask you this because there is a point to all this. What do you think being an auto mechanic taught you the most looking back other than the obvious skill set? Um, Honestly... I I appreciate I was so miserable honestly personally I was mm. I was I was depressed for years and every day to me is a joy now I hated my life so much at that job that every day now is the happiest day of my life honestly I also believe 
that there's nothing more. We remember we were talking about like dress codes and the things that which were more important than money related to a job. And for me, it was like a dress code, being able to dress however I wanted. Something else, which is like if that's one A, this is one B. Feeling respected in my work, not being disrespected either by the general public or or whatever. That is like gold to me. And I've worked for people who were so openly disrespectful, cuss you out, call you names, call you every name under the sun except a child of God. And those are things that I've taken with me, and I'm always very careful if I should have people who are working under me or producers working with me that I never am disrespectful to them because I know what it's like to be on the other end of a disrespectful work relationship. And I'm not talking about this post me too stuff. I'm talking about stuff that make you want to go outside and knock them in the head. That type of level of disrespect, not the subtle stuff. And I think from my worst employment experiences, that's what I've taken away. In other words, how to be a better person more than anything, how to enjoy life and enjoy my career and not have it connect to money. You might've seen a story, actually heard it because it's been reported on here at KFI across the day about the Iowa sports reporter who was none too pleased about this non-sports assignment that he was given, I guess at O dark 30 in the morning. Listen, listen to this. Mark, how are you feeling out there? Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question, right? I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. I didn't even realize that there was a 3.30 also in the morning. Uh, until today. It's absolutely uh, fantastic, Ryan. You know, I, I'm used to these evening shows that are only 30 minutes long, and generally on those shows, I'm inside. So uh, this is a really long show. Tune in for the next couple hours to watch me progressively get crankier and crankier. How do I get that uh, Storm Chaser 7 duty? I, I feel like Clint got the uh, better end of that deal. You know, that thing's heated. Um, the outdoors currently is not heated. Well, I'll tell you what, Ryan, I've, I've got good news and, and I've got bad news. The, the good news is that I can still feel my face right now. The bad news is I kind of wish I couldn't. Can I go back to my regular job? I, I'm pretty sure, Ryan, that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago, it is just getting colder and colder. Live in Waterloo, for the last time this morning, thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley. New 7 KWWL. Mark Woodley, he gave it away. He's a regularly, he's regularly a TV sports guy on KWWL in Waterloo, Iowa. Waterloo, Iowa doesn't seem like it's the sports bastion that all, you know, sports guys aspire to work. I don't Maybe it's market 258 or something like that. It's not high on the pecking order. So in other words, he's there probably living his dream in a sports sense. And I could hear it in his voice. I know what that felt like, not literally, you know, going out into a storm trying to report, but doing something, being taken advantage of. And then you have these just completely ridiculous conditions that you have to work under just to keep your job. And it's so demeaning and belittling. And he just had enough.
But what's the worst thing they can tell you in this business? You're fired? No. No, just saying no. What's the worst thing you can say in this business? No. Oh, right, right. Well, let me put it this way. For the past 11 years that I've been at KFI, and I'm saying this very respectfully, but to, just to highlight your point, I have worked every single Christmas holiday. And when I say every single Christmas holiday, I mean like December 23rd through January 2nd, inclusive. There have been nights in which, in which I slept in my office with an air mattress because there was one time I did, I was filling in for Tim Conway Jr., which is 7 to 10. Back then it was 7 to 10. And then they had, that was New Year's Eve. And then they had me in for Gary and Shannon, which is 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Why go home? There's no reason. <laughs> so I slept in my office. But to your point, what am I going to do? Say no? Yeah, exactly. If you, if you don't do it, someone else will. And, and that's another lesson I learned from the music industry. After a while, I learned that I was getting too old for the music industry because they can always find someone who is half my age, who is willing to work for half the money, who is also willing to do twice the work because they just wanted to be in the business. And after a while, just being in the business is not enough. It's not enough. But I understand what that Iowa reporter was going through. I'm not saying here. I love everything I do here. I love KFI and iHeartMedia. Please don't take that the wrong way. Love you guys. I'm just saying in other jobs I've had, I felt less respected and less appreciated. And sometimes it spills out. You also didn't have to do any of that in the middle of a blizzard. No, thank goodness. Which goes back to why I live in California, why I love Los Angeles. It, I never will. It ever, all comes full circle. Ever. And if I were a reporter like Steve Gregory or someone or Blake Trolley, who was on earlier, they they don't have to go to a blizzard. Now, they may go to a rainstorm uh, you know, or a fire, but they don't have to go to a blizzard. Or the border. Or the border. Well, Steve Gregory may go to the border. Yeah. I mean, he, he's. I think he's gone to the border before. Well, no, I'm saying they have to go to the border, but this guy in Waterloo doesn't. No, he doesn't have to do that. No. But, I mean, look, all things considered, California is the place to be. No argument from me. From a radio, TV standpoint, all of those things. But I, I get it, and I still think that there is something that he will be able to take away from this moment in the sense of that really embarrassing moment for him in Iowa which has turned into a viral sensation now, to his credit. You know, honestly, I wouldn't have done it if I wanted to keep my job. I was going to say, I wonder how quickly after that show went off the air, he got a call from his boss. Oh, he got a call after the first remark, I'm sure. <laughs> because what people may not know is someone's always monitoring us. Someone's listening to us right now from station management to make sure we don't, you know, do anything too weird, too wild, too crazy. And sometimes the back phone will ring. We call it like the bat phone when our program director will call or the news director will call and he or she will say, don't do that again. That, that wasn't funny. Don't, don't say that. Don't, no. Don't make that reference again. And that's all it is. But yes, there's someone always listening. So to your point, Eric, I'm quite sure after he finished his first sentence, someone was probably on the line at the station telling him not to do it again. Now, as it turned out, the station probably appreciates all the the website traffic it's getting and yeah, all it ended the news up working coverage. out. Yeah, it ended up working out. But in the moment, I'm quite sure he was probably resigned to the fact that this was going to be his last day at work. Probably, and and in that moment, he decided, I'm okay with that, because he was standing in the blizzard reporting, and it wasn't on sports. 
and he probably felt that he hit hit bottom. I've been there. I was in a tuxedo. <laughs> no, I was saying I've been there in other jobs where you just felt so disrespected. There was one boss I worked for. He's famous. He's gotten in trouble in recent years for how he's treated employees. I won't call his name. I won't call his name, but he was so openly disrespectful. And I told him, I was like, look, if you're going to talk to me like we're on the street, then I'm going to respond to you like we're on the street. Are you okay with that? Because the way you're talking to me right now, you're talking to me as if you're my father and you're not. You know, you're not my father who then, who art in Harbor City, California, who thou art in heaven. He was neither. So I did not respect him on that level. He was just a guy who at that time was paying my bills, but that did not give him the right to disrespect me in that way. And we all have those moments where we have to make that decision. Am I going to put up with more abuse or am I going to go on the air and act a fool like this guy did? And it worked out for him. I'm happy for him. And I think he'll get something out of it. This is the John and Ken Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. More in just a moment. I'm Mo Kelly in for John and Ken today and also next week. Want to let you know KFI is giving you a chance to win a two-night stay at Southern California's premier oceanfront destination, Terranea Resort, breathtakingly situated on 102 acres atop the Palos Verdes Peninsula with endless views of the Pacific Ocean. Winners will stay in an ocean view suite, play a round of golf for two at the links, and have dinner at Catalina Kitchen. You can unwind at Terranea's award-winning spa and wellness center, lounge by one of their four ocean view pools, or dine at their eight distinctive on-site restaurants. You can go to Terranea.com to learn more. That's T-E-R-R-A-N-E-A.com. And you can visit KFI AM 640's Instagram page and enter to win a stay at this luxury luxurious resort that's right here at home, but it feels like a million miles away. Again, go to Terranea.com to learn more. And Eric, you and I, we always talk about sports and someone who may not know the intricacies of it all. The Thanksgiving holiday is usually reserved for NFL football. Christmas Day is usually reserved for NBA basketball. But what happens when Christmas, you know where I'm going with this, is on a Sunday, and then you have these competing sports. When I say competing sports, I'm talking about television coverage because usually NFL is king, but Christmas Day is largely NBA basketball. For casual fans, Christmas Day is usually the start of the NBA season. Right, right, honestly. Honestly, but I like to watch NBA basketball on Christmas Day, regardless of whether the Lakers are playing and losing or not. (laughs) But I just I think of Christmas Day in terms of sports following sports um, Christmas dinner. Usually the Lakers are on. They're usually one of the Christmas Day games. Yes. But this year we have a Rams Broncos game to worry about as well. Also, well, no, we well, don't. We're not no, we really worried about neither, it. But. Neither of those teams are going anywhere. So there's nothing to worry rephrase. about. Right. There will also be a Rams Broncos <laughs> game that day as well. That I will not be watching. And I have to pick whether I would rather be bored by the Rams. And I can't even call them the Rams because they're I all can't like, even name half of the guys playing right now. And Baker Mayfield is not a Ram. All due respect, I understand he's on the team, but he's not a Ram. This is going to get way too inside baseball for a second, but 
I'm rooting for Baker Mayfield on the sole purpose that he gets a job with another team next year so the Rams get a comp pick in return because they need all the draft picks they can get this year. I, I agree with that because there's no future for him in L.A. regardless. Yes. Matthew Stafford is not retiring, so he's going to be their quarterback. And Baker Mayfield, who I believe is decent, decent. I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. Right. I don't know what his future is going to hold. It's just not going to be with the Rams. Yes, hopefully. So, no, there, there will not be any quarterback controversy with the Rams. I, I don't think he's going to stay through the end of the season, honestly. No, he'll stay through the end of the season, play, play out the last few games. But for the future, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's any big deal. But the, but the point is, they'll both be playing on Sunday, and for some people – it may be a difficult decision. Not for me, because both teams are bad, but when it comes to Christmas, I always expect to watch the Lakers. Right. And this year, it will be one of the first times, probably, I think, in my lifetime, that they actually have a road Christmas Day game. Yeah, usually it's at Staples Center. Yes. And what to what is that this year? Just Why? Yeah, any particular reason? I... I honestly don't know. Probably just the way the schedule worked out. But maybe there's something already going on at Staples Center. Sometimes yeah, they possibly. do run into that because I know it used to be where the Lakers had to go on like a 13 game road trip because at that time the Grammys were at Staples Center and there were other events that they had to clear out a bunch of dates. Excuse me, crypto.com. No, it's Staples Center. Thank you. And today, today is actually the one-year anniversary of the last game at Staples Center. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't recognize it as such. They don't pay me to call it Crypto.com, so I'm not going to call it Crypto.com. It's yeah, like, but it's weird. Just I'm looking at the schedule now. There's not even a Clipper home game on Christmas. The Clippers aren't even playing. So Yeah, it, it, it has to be dark for a reason. There's probably someone is paying for the youth. There's no way that Staples Center, excuse me, yeah, Staples Center is going to turn down the opportunity to make money in terms of concessions or what have you, merchandise without one of the tenants. Right, a Laker home game on Christmas Day. Right. That's that's a huge day for any sports franchise. No matter if the Lakers are good or not. Does not matter. Does not matter. If anything, you just want the advertisement of the arena and the naming rights deal being used and being said a hundred times on national TV on Christmas Day when you don't have a lot of competition within your sport or any sport for that matter. Yeah. And especially with it being on a weekend this year. It's, it's perfect. Everything's lining up for me. Everything. <laughs> Too bad I got to go to work. <laughs> In the evening. Oh, well. And Mo Kelly show later that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christmas Day. I'll tune in. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I, I would say I tune in as well, but I'll be there. So it's not really tuning in. I'm in. That's how it works in radio. So, I'm glad we, I'm glad we got through this entire segment without really talking about the Lakers sucking because that's really what I thought was about to happen. Well, that's kind of like understood, isn't it? I mean, we can talk about it. Let's talk about it very quickly. Lakers suck. KFI AM six forty. We're live <laughs> everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I'm a sports fan. I enjoy sports in all of its forms, be it baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and every once in a while, I'll get to a live sporting event. But I have some general rules. If I do go, it will be a home game for the team I appreciate. I don't think I've ever, maybe one time, yeah, I went to one Dodger game in Baltimore at Camden Yards. 
That's not too hostile of a territory, though. No, no, it, it wasn't, and that's part of the reason. You know, it was an interleague game. I happened to be in town, and it was just a perfect opportunity for me to see my team in a city that wasn't my own. But even then, I didn't wear a Dodger jersey because it was just happenstance. I didn't have any Dodger paraphernalia around or with me. But as a general rule, I don't think I would go to someone else's stadium wearing my team's gear. I just think it's begging for trouble. And I usually go to just watch the game, not to stand out as a fan, because there are too many things which can go wrong. I mean, I just... I'm not a person who's trying to call attention to myself. I just want to see the game. And the only way I think I can see the game in someone else's stadium is to not wear the jersey or team paraphernalia of the away team. That's just me. And when I see certain stories like this one, I think you've got to have, you had to have seen it by now about the, the Las Vegas Raiders fan, this woman who went crazy for lack of a better word because the Raiders won on a sensational play. Don't get me wrong. It was a sensational play, but she was belligerent and berating a new England Patriots fan right next to her. Now it's a video you have to see because she is physically getting in his face and pointing her finger. And I'm quite sure her breath smelled horrible, smelled like beer because it was a, it was an alcohol induced haze. She was the worst fan imaginable. And the restraint that this guy showed. See, I couldn't have been that guy. A person who gets in my face and is going to stick their finger in their face and yell in my ear and probably spitting all over me because they have no control. They're sloppy drunk. It's hard for me not to respond. And in this case, since it was a woman, the first thing I would have said, I know I would have said, I would have said, dude, come get your girl. Come get your girl. Because if she accidentally touches me or intentionally touches me, we're going to have a misunderstanding. I don't, I don't ever want to put myself in a situation where I have to depend on me having complete restraint. Because it's a, it's a sports arena. It's a stadium. I probably had a drink or two myself. You're asking a lot of me. But if you haven't seen this video, you have to see it. It's a Las Vegas radio fan who's a woman. And she's verbally berating this New England Patriots fan. And as the story goes, this is the first football game he's ever attended. The Raiders win unexpectedly at the end. And she goes crazy. Listen to this. It's hard to hear. You have to to see the video, but she's got her finger in his face, and he is not even responding. He's just looking forward. His friend is pulling him back from her so she doesn't accidentally hit him or becomes a physical confrontation. 
and a man steps in. I don't know if it's her husband or a friend or whatever, pulls her back to save her from herself. I couldn't have been that calm. I just know me, and you're asking too much of me. If it were my first football game, maybe. But being a sports fan, I'm a guy like, I want to root like everyone else, but I talk about the game. I don't talk to people around me. I just don't for that reason because I don't want there to be a situation. And she was determined to make this situation happen. And evidently it was filmed from behind them, some other fan, and they posted it, and it went viral. So much so that the guy who was berated, he's been giving interviews talking about what happened to him. Uh, The owner of the New England Patriots has invited him to a game and some other pleasantries. But I want you to listen to him. His name is Jerry Edmonds. This was the fan who was accosted, and he gives his side of the story of what happened that night. I mean, that was my first NFL game. Uh, For the most part, the whole first half of the game, I was kind of like silent or whatever, because obviously anybody who was watching the game saw how the Raiders were up. What was it, 17-3? They already started chirping. And I guess one of the things that I said that got her to like come towards me was um, every time Derek Carr messed up, I'd scream out, that's the Derek Carr I know. And I, I guess, I don't know if that lit a fire under her, but then she comes, no, it was her husband that came over to me first. And he was like, um, are you talking to me? Stop disrespecting me. I got confused. And I was like, I mean, I don't like, I didn't know exactly what to say back. Cause I, honestly, I thought he was joking. I thought he was joking. Cause some of the other Raider fans at the game, like me and them are going back and forth. But it was like play for banter. Um, even one of the, some of the other fans, as they were leaving, they were taking pictures with me because of, I guess how competitive the game was and everything like that. But I guess this guy took it some other way. Um, and then after that, that's when I guess his wife wanted to jump in and I guess chirp too. And honestly, I know the world we live in. I know how it would have looked if I did anything on my end yep. to kind of like either retaliate or in any type of way try to separate it myself. So I kind of just did what I knew what to do and just like do my best to ignore. When when she would, do you have any rules for yourself, Eric, when you go to a stadium? Because I know you've been to a number of Rams games, and it's it's different at SoFi. It's more of a laid back atmosphere, but they do have fights there from time to time. Yeah, and I mean, just it was funny listening to you say what you would do if you were going to an away stadium. I don't think I've ever been to. Eh, I've been to a couple Padres games down in San Diego where the Dodgers are playing, but I was wearing Dodgers shirts or a jersey or something, so I'm the complete opposite of you. Yeah, but that's Dodger Stadium South. Yes, (laughs) but, I mean, if I'm going to Boston to go see the Celtics and Lakers play, I'll be wearing a Lakers jersey. But you better have your head on a swivel. Oh, I will be prepared for sure, and I will be uh, not, what am I, observant of my surroundings. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm the opposite of you where I would, I would definitely wear the team that I'm rooting for apparel at an opposing stadium. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that type of confrontation because I want to enjoy my evening and I know that I'm one word away from having a misunderstanding. Yes, that's true. But if you're not looking for a problem usually a problem doesn't necessarily find you. Yes, but sometimes trouble comes looking for you. Yes, yes. And 
putting on the other team's apparel at an away stadium is an open target and putting a bullseye on your back. Yes. With, with liquor yeah. in, in the mix. I've always said, if you want fights to stop happening at stadiums and in the stands, stop selling liquor. But that will never happen with the amount of money that these leagues make from the liquor brands. Never happened. Brian, are you a true do, true blue Dodger fan? Honestly, no. Take off that damn hat. How <laughs> dare you? Rep my city in all ways, but I can't say that I watch every game, and look, I can't say that I... You don't have to watch every game, but, I mean, look, Eric no. and I, we are true Blue Dodgers. Yeah, no, I, I will never... There are no other teams. Okay. There are no other teams. All right, that, that'll have to do for now. Since you have the hat on, I thought I would ask. You know, just thought it'd be appropriate. <laughs> you know, if you're going to wear the hat, at least, you know, know something about the team or baseball or something I mean, like yeah, that. yeah. It's I, not a BMW, but, but damn, man. <laughs> Call back. We got to go to break. He's never going to let you live that down, no, by the way, Brian. No, sir. That's never going to get old. <laughs> when we get back, Fork Reporter, Neil Savager will join me. He's in for Tim Conway Jr. tonight. So keep it right here. KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. You can always follow me on social media. At Mr. Mo Kelly on Twitter. You'll hear from me. At Mr. Mo Kelly. You can find some stuff out about me on Instagram, TikTok. Whoa, what, what can we find out about you? What I look like. Yeah, that's the least interesting part. Well, I, I, coming from you, I figured you'd say that. <laughs> Fork Reporter, Neil Savedra, host of the Fork Report, Saturdays from 2 to 5 p.m. and our in-house food expert. Um, you were, you and I were commiserating <laughs> off air about how people wrongly I, I, I perceive this job. Oh, yeah. Part of it, I say, hey, everyone has one good radio show in them. Yeah. It's like, you know, everybody can write one book, maybe, you know. Maybe. On your topic of choice. Right. When you get to decide what the topics are. But working in radio, you're kind of dealing with whatever's in front of you. And during the holidays, it's a little bit more difficult because there are fewer things to talk about. Either it's not thematically appropriate or consistent with a holiday vibe, or there's just not a lot going on in the news, or both. I was thrilled to hear you cover some stuff in City Hall and things like that, because then that gives me the leeway not to have to if I don't feel like it. Well, that's the best part of like being on from 6 to 10 or later yeah. in the evening. It gives you just a little bit more freedom. Speaking of which, you and I haven't spent, I mean, circumstantially with uh, the Pandy and everything else that came with it, yeah. uh, but... The uh, we hadn't spent much time, and I'm really looking forward to the new year us uh, hooking up. So I wanted to get something on the books, maybe like on the third of January, maybe in the evening, getting dinner somewhere around I'll, six. I'll probably be busy now. You know the Mo Kelly show is coming to an end on the first. That's why I'm thinking you're going to have more time. No, I'm not going to have more time. I'm just because I'm not doing the Mo Kelly show on KFI anymore. I get that, and I I was. That means I got to find something else to do. I'm going to be kind of busy. So, like, well, you don't have to do it at 6, unless, like, 8. You hang out at 8? Yeah, but I'm trying to do stuff later in the evening. You know, that's... What uh, about the next day? Can you do, like, the 4th? I, I don't think so. I got some stuff what lined up. What about the 5th? I'm, I'm doing, like, TV and like stuff. Like, any, any week. I don't know. You sound like can my you, wife right now. It's like, can you pencil me in? Can I get some time with you? Uh, I know La Mujer. Yes, you do. And she does not talk like that. No, but and she certainly acts doesn't like that. Have, have a lisp. No, but but she acts like that. I can't get some time with you. <laughs> You're all, uh, are you CNN? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> well, we'll try and pencil something in, but six to ten, roughly in that area, is usually pretty good. Maybe seven. Good for you, but not necessarily good for me. Seven to ten I'm works working, for me. I'm working on some stuff, some big stuff in the new year. It's not the Mo Kelly show, but it's some big stuff. Okay. And I, and I can't talk about it on the air because it would be inappropriate to talk about it on the air. I was hoping maybe in the evening sometimes, seven to ten-ish, we could. Yeah, but that's like. Yeah. That's like a prime time for you to work or to it's, look for work? It, it, yeah, because if you see me on TV, I'm usually doing stuff in the evening. That's all. Gotcha. I, okay. I, I, I just can't commit to it right now. Pets right? me in. That's fine. Right, it's, it's I get it. Pressure. You're busy. Too much Jeez, pressure. This is what happens. I mean, radio people aren't like this, but once you put them on TV, good night, Irene. I was just talking about my social media, and you had to make fun of the way I looked. But that's okay. I understand. No, I didn't make I fun of you. God, I understand. Me. Fun of the See, way you look. There I you go. Reflecting it. There you go. Simply reflecting it. So tell me then, when you we are... haven't gotten to cross in a long time, and now I know time. why. No, no, no. We haven't got <laughs> they to don't cross. Wanna... <laughs> we didn't get to cross in this direction where I am yeah. tossing to you, and you're in for Tim Conway Jr. tonight. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun. I mean, there is news to talk about, of course, but I'm figuring let's bring food in. Let's bring talk about some food. Let's talk about. Whatever we're in the mood for, uh, uh, a young girl lost her stuffed pigeon, and you know Crozier was in tears. So we might cover that. That's a that's a big thing. Crozier can hear you. He can see you even. You know that, right? Nah, he's not listening. Okay, all right. Uh, the professionals listen. I wouldn't. Ooh. He's dancing. He's doing impersonations of people in there. He's like a you human know Muppet. You know how you have to deal with him for the next four hours, right? He's got to deal with me. Okay, but you're you, just a guest. You're renting the chair. He's actually, you know, he's here for he's, he's the real, he's supposed to be here. Yeah, he's not. supposed to be here. I'm the additive that is not supposed <laughs> to be here. You're the sojourner. You're the visitor. You're the interloper. You're the vagabond. Yeah, whatever. I've been called worst, but I'm looking By forward to By me even, too. Yeah. You know how it is doing filling in for comedy. I mean, you filled in for every slot. I have filled in for. You've done every slot. I've done every slot, too. Yeah, every slot. Uh, but, and they all had their different vibe. Man, there's something working with the gang here on uh, the later hours, which is is fun. People drive in, they're in traffic, there's garbage going on because it's, you know, the Christmas Eve Eve. And so uh, we're just going to have a good time. And I'm going to get some food delivered from someone because everybody's hungry and they know. That's the one thing everybody knows when I'm filling in there, there will be food. See, that's what I try to explain to people is radio is not just radio. It's not like I'm going to do the same show at 6 a.m. if I were filling in for Bill as opposed to 6 p.m. filling in for Tim. You're yeah, not be, making steak for breakfast, uh, you know, or something. Well, well, I'll have breakfast for eggs, dinner. But, so, you know, but you yeah. know I'm saying there's uh, there's a different menu for the for for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we do the same. The types of stories, like I can't tell my stripper stories at 6 a.m. I could. It just it would feel a little more icky than usual. Can you tell them at 5.55 and 28? Look, I told them at 3 o'clock. We loved it. Yeah, I know. You've had time. all kinds of uh, stories today. <laughs> and there's nothing uh, at, at listening to LP. It's funny, not what was said, but what <laughs> isn't said. <laughs> but understood. Yeah, but it's understood. Uh, so, yeah, that's always a treat when you have someone on. And then when you and Tawala will go into the music business sometimes on the um, on the oft beloved Mo Kelly show, God Rest Its Soul, on yeah, the weekends. Coming to an end. Um, but uh, when you guys get into and are doing shorthand and then not so shorthand, 
Well, it's nice to be able to be at the point where I can tell some of these stories without worry or fear of either retribution or statute of limitations. I'm being very serious. Yeah. There are a lot of stories. Someone had emailed me asking why I didn't write a book about this. And I said, only if I wanted to get blackballed from the industry. Yeah, or uh, hung by your feet off the side of a building. Yeah, the stories only sound great when I can tell all the details about all the people involved. Yeah, if I were ready to retire, then yes, but I'm not ready to retire. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I'm looking forward to the new well, year. You're kicking me out. I mean, Mo Kelly Show is coming to an end, so I have to look to do something else. Is that right? Yes, that is right. What kind of gifts do you have? What? Tim Conway Jr. Show coming you can up next. get your ass handed to you by a couple of small dogs. I've seen that. that I don't know, like, the circus. Michael Crozier, good to see you. I don't know how you're going to work with this guy. He's already nope. talking mess about you. I cried. I'm just going to bring my dogs in. Oh, I'll tell you, I cried today listening to Mo Kelly. I wept like a baby when I heard him that he only eats four or five burgers a year. True story. Oh, True Neil, story. Trust me, me too. Yeah, it hurt. Let's not even get started on the whole leftover thing. Duke, it hurt, buddy. It hurt. <laughs> the leftovers. Wait a minute. Oh, Is boy. anybody on my side about anything? Damn. No. Anybody. Uh-uh. Well, well, you're acting like that's new. Yeah. Fine. We I'm going like to take you. my papers and my computer <laughs> and go home. He's the only one that kicked. Can kick the crap out of all of us at the same time, and he's the one going on. Now with this sciatica going on right about now. <laughs> oh, now we know where to hit. <laughs> My sciatica. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> Tim Conway Jr. Kick him low. <laughs> Not too low. I'm behind you. Push. Sweep the leg. Are y'all done? Can I, like, lock out, please? We can keep going. <laughs> John and Ken Show, Tim Conway Jr. Show, coming up next with Neil Cervantes. Kick him! KFI AM 640, we're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 